I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Welcome back to Keanu Believe It, the Talk Film Society podcast that is all Keanu Reeves all the time. I'm Sam Van Heron, assistant editor at TFS and a lifelong fan of the singular Keanu Reeves. I am your guide through his diverse and interesting career. Each week, a guest and I discuss a film from his filmography, which we've been working through in chronological order. On this episode, we'll be discussing David Ayer's Street Kings. To discuss the police drama, I'm happy to welcome back Marcus Irving from TFS How's it going, Marcus? Hi, Sam. It's going well. How are you doing? Doing pretty good myself. Uh, so I'm. Thank you for. I'm glad to have you on. Last chat was great, even if the movie wasn't. And kind of have a second uh, situation of uh, the same situation. I, but I am happy, it'll be a fun chat. I am happy to be here for these situations when the movie is not good. I'm glad. Uh, I'm <laughs> sure other people are also glad that you're taking that uh, burden that on your shoulders. <laughs> Uh, so yes, uh, Street Kings. Uh, so I'm, uh, yeah, this is a movie. Uh, had you seen it before uh, I asked you to be on this episode? No, I hadn't, but uh, it's something like I had that I've always had the DVD and I never popped it in and it's, I, I was, I, I wanted to see it and, uh, but yeah, I'd never seen it before. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's one of those movies, like after... Uh, David Ayer made Training Day, which is a great movie. Uh, he wrote it, and that, that was, it's one of those cases where, after a while, they kept try- him and Antoine Fuqua kind of kept trying to do like they didn't work together again. But I kept saying like for a while they probably should like it made it seem like, given how bad their movies were right after that, it seemed like it was just kind of a that movie was seemed seemingly like it was a happy accident. Uh, and so then David Ayer kind of started. Uh, directing his own movies, and the results were iffy, to say the least. Mixed at best. Uh, and so this one, I for a while, I, when I, I'd seen it a few years ago, and I I was all I forgot. I guess I forgot that David Ayer didn't write this. It was just he just directed it. Um, but I have to think that he had a hand in the uh, rewrite process, uh, even if he's not credited. There were three uh, just, whole writers credited on this, and none of them were him, and that that really surprised me. So it really does seem like something in his voice. The whole yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, originally uh, it was uh, James Elroy uh, of LA Confidential wrote it, uh, and I I learned today that uh, it was originally going to be a Spike Lee movie, and I really wish it was a Spike Lee movie because I could see him doing something interesting. Yeah, with uh, you know a corrupt cop movie instead of this generic mess that we got. Uh, but uh, probably would have had more uh, more uh, focus. And it also says here, I looked at the the IMDb trivia, and it says that 
Spike Lee, David Fincher, and Oliver Stone were all attached at some point, and either of those three movies would have been at least more interesting than this. This is kind right. Of, this is kind of just like a weird mess overall. I think it's not. There's not much focus to it. I don't think it doesn't really know what it's trying to be. There's lots of flip flopping going on, and I. I don't think it's just because of the built-in twists. I think it's because like too many people were working on it, or what? Like there were too many voices here. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because in one scene it seems like it's a uh, trying to be like a blistering screen, you know, against corrupt cop, like cops in general, and then the next scene is more like uh, almost like a Blue Lives Matter deal it's yeah. really odd yeah it doesn't switching between scenes it the movie does not know what it thinks <laughs> i no. could not tell what it was trying to get across at all <laughs> yeah i mean it's i guess it'll be easier to talk about that stuff if we get into the plot a little bit That's uh so i mean it opens with again just every cliche in the book here i mean it opens with uh keanu as uh tom uh, what's his last name? Ludlow. Uh, Ludlow, yeah. Tom Ludlow, and he's, uh, you know, the alarm goes off, and he's hungover, and he's got his gun in his bed, because of course he does. Yeah. Uh, and I have to, you know, I think throughout, I think uh, from top to bottom in the cast, everyone's trying their damnedest to make it work, but it just, they just can't do it. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't put, there's no blame that can be put on the cast, I don't think, because like, really. No. Like, we'll get into it later, but Forrest Whitaker, and Keanu himself, but Forrest Whitaker especially, he does some really good stuff in this movie. There's a couple great, like, monologues that he has. And For it, sure. It almost makes the movie a little worth watching. But Yeah, I mean, that, and then one particular Keanu Reeves moment that we'll talk about, it's like, though if, the, if it was, if there was more of that throughout, then I would be into it. But it's like, it. it's also, like, I mean, at least it could be, have more in terms of impressive action set pieces, but that doesn't even work. And so it's like, it's just, there's just not really much to recommend. But uh, so uh, Keanu's driving around at night. Uh, it, it becomes night dramatically because, see, things are different at night. You know, think it's a different city. becomes a different animal at night. Yes. Uh, and uh, then this scene, this first scene with him, with these like Korean gangsters, I had no idea what was going on here. And there was like some weird racist, you know, like racist dialogue going on that I guess it's like, it's maybe he's supposed to be, maybe he's undercover and so that he just acts like that, but it's so weird. The, the movie starts here with like this vision that Keanu is like a corrupt kind of racist cop and then slowly it tries to unwrap, like to take that back a little and say that no, he's not actually that racist. And it, it's, again, it's just one of those weird things that keeps changing throughout the movie like the way it's yeah. set up here you would think this is who this guy is but later you learn it's not but it kind of is right and then so like so he uh so they, for some reason these guys like beat him up and then he like takes a call and there's some establishing shots showing that two girls were kidnapped and that's what this so i guess and then the slow reveal like and they're i guess at this point they're trying to keep it a secret that Keanu's a cop like because there's a moment where he's like, I'm the police. And it's like, it's supposed to be like this reveal. Yeah, and yeah. It, it just lands with a thud. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but then, so basically he takes a call, goes to this house. And then 
again, it's still confusing. Uh, because they don't, I get, like, I guess those shots are, I had to rewind it to see if there was any reason why he came to this house. And I, there kind of is, like, he takes a call, and then, again, we learn about these girls being kidnapped. But if you're not actually actively paying attention, or even, again, having to rewind and rewatch, it's not clear at all what's actually happening. Oh, yeah, I had no clue. <laughs> I was just watching the bullets fly for... <laughs> like, yeah, he goes in the house and just starts shoot, like starts murdering people. Yeah, uh, he goes in there, one-man crew, and kills five people, six people. And for some reason, there's a half-naked guy in a domino mask. Uh, what? I don't remember that. I mean, there's just this... Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Uh, for some reason, there was a, he was, like, wearing a, like a bandit mask. Uh, yeah, I don't blame you for not. I mean, it's like one quick flash, but I, I guess I only because re- I had to rewind it to remember that. But uh, yeah, so so then it reveals that okay, these so these girls were kidnapped, uh, probably being sold into you know sex slavery or something. Uh, and so he saves the girls, and then this like media circus hat where he's like a hero cop, like saves these girls. But again, it's super unclear why he knew. Where to find... But it's just alluded that, like, because they're yeah. dirty cops, and dirty cops I know mean, things, I guess. Also, that, that, that scene, it uses, like, this weird slow-mo camera for all the violence, like it's supposed to be some John Woo movie, but it doesn't ever do that again, if I recall correctly. I don't think it does, because that, yeah, that that later shootout is basically, is more like a gritty ground, trying to be like a, uh you know, yeah. like a training day type sequence thing or something, but... Yeah, it's weird, and the so like he gets shot. Like Keanu keeps getting shot in this, these movies, but it doesn't like he doesn't like <laughs> it doesn't impact it at all. Like he gets shot twice, and it like yeah, he just like shakes it off like it's nothing. It's yeah. <laughs> I mean he's Keanu. Uh, so uh, then his uh, commanding officer, Captain Wander, uh, played by Forrest Whitaker, shows up. As well as the other members of his unit, and this is where we realize that it's like basically this unit of cops that do whatever it takes to. And that's it's more where it's unclear. It's like, are they just uh, bucking the system because they know it's a corrupt system and they want to help people, or are they just doing it for power? And it becomes both and neither yeah. throughout the course of the movie, depending on the scene. The movie, the movie tries to be so many things. And then after the scene, uh, Terry Crews shows up. Uh, and this is where I was like, this scene makes me think that this was, again, going to be a different movie. You could see the Spike Lee movie maybe doing that uh, Keanu would be the bat, like, you know, having like a, or even like a training day where like Denzel Washington is the main character, but he's the bad guy, right? Or like the, uh, it, you can almost see like a train, like Spike Lee making it about race and about how. Uh, that maybe Terry Crews is going to be the hero no. of the movie, but then, uh, nope. <laughs> yeah, here, yeah, this is another one from this scene that you think, okay, Keanu's the bad guy. That's what I'm. That's what we're going with. He's the protagonist, but he's the bad guy. He's Terry Crews calls him uh, <laughs> L.A.'s deadliest white boy, and then later on in that same scene, Keanu flat out says, "I am a racist" to him, and they they were former partners. Right. And Terry is. Uh, is trying to expose some of the dirtier aspects of his of Keanu's police work, right? That's what's happening. Yeah, that's basically yeah. It's that he like used to be part of this unit, but then was fed up with the corruption, and so he was gonna like uh, just kind of. And then later we find out that yeah, like he was 
maybe informing to someone, but then that kind of the movie kind of contradicts itself later. So, but yeah, I guess that's the general idea is that he's like fed up with the dirtiness and he's going to do something about it. Uh, but then, yeah, and so then uh, it cuts to uh, so Keanu gets shot during that shootout, uh, and so while he's at the hospital, Hugh Laurie shows up. Uh, again, just really good actors in this movie that just can't do, just are unable to uh, save it. And I wish we could have a good movie with this cast, because this cast is, I mean, again, it's got Chris Evans, Hugh Laurie, Forrest Whitaker, Keanu Reeves. That could be, that's a great cast, and that could be a great movie. And even Naomi Harris is even in it in a completely thankless role. Uh, I'm just sad that they're all in this nothing movie. Yeah. Jay Moore for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yep. Uh, and yeah, so uh, so he goes to the hospital. So they find out that this that Hugh Laurie's playing this uh, IA captain, and he's basically it's like he's trying to bust this uh, this crew, and he's based, and it, but again, it's like he doesn't really say anything. He's, it's like it's supposed to be this bit like uh, there's this really dramatic shot of his badge, like when Keanu finds out he's a cop, and it's like really. Uh, it's weirdly dramatic the way that shot happens. Uh, but so, and then Tom makes out with a nurse, uh, that's named Grace, uh, just that they need to have a love interest so that they can humanize him, I guess. She only shows up in like one or two more scenes. She's barely there. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so then, again, then at a party, they find out that, uh, the team tells Ludlow that, yeah, Washington's uh, gonna rat on him. Uh, tell him what he knew about the corruption and all that, and the, uh, you know, laws they break while fighting crime, and, uh, and then, like, Tom's about to take him out or something, you know, like, about to beat him up, and then they're like, no, don't do it now. Uh, so they basically tell him to stay away from, uh, Terry Crews to, you know, keep it cool. Uh, and then the next scene, uh, he, like, follow, he starts following him around, uh, and then he's about to, like... So then this scene is, like... Again, it's kind of a well-done scene, I guess, but it doesn't make sense until the... Like, uh... Basically, he's about to beat this guy up. He's, he's like... He's gonna beat him up at a gas station, uh, but then two, uh... heavily armed, uh, gangsters show up. And then it's unclear what he's trying... Like, if he's trying to help him, or... Yeah, they get into their own altercation, and then during that... <clears throat> the gangsters show up and start shooting the place with uh, endless clip machine guns, apparently. <laughs> and uh, they end up killing Terry. Yeah, and like, and then this is really, it's really bad. Like, uh, Keanu accidentally yeah. shoots Terry yeah. Crews during, like, before he gets shot by the other guys. That the only, it, it doesn't, it literally, it makes no sense of in the context of that scene, but it's just that we need it to happen so that, uh, he's now, you know, it's clear that he was there for bad reasons. Like that it's, it's going to come, it's going to, uh, connect him to the crime or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's such a, it's so, uh, like it's, it's like, why did he shot right at him? It's not like it was a, it's not like he was aiming at the guys. It was like, it was so, it was really badly, uh, staged uh but so yeah so washington dies uh but then they like they just leave 
without even trying to kill uh, Keanu. So then it's clear. I mean, if you're, if you're, it's clear that it was probably a hit. We don't know necessarily who did it, but it's. I mean, again, this movie's not very subtle, so it's pretty obvious that uh, it's you know it's uh, Forrest Whitaker, even if the movie's going to spend an hour and a half trying to make us think it isn't. Um, yeah, so the, and then he like, and then the detectives show up and they're like, uh, they show him the security footage and then, uh, basically he has the security footage, which shows that he, uh, was there at the, so it, it clearly looks bad. Like it clearly looks like he was there to, uh, yeah, it, kill Washington, even the, though the he wasn't. Kind of- uh, I don't know. Like what what I thought was happening is I thought he was there to go kill Terry Crews, and and then all of a sudden now that two guys are in there trying to kill Terry Crews, he's like, no, I don't actually want him dead because when he pull when he pulls up to the gas station, he like cocks a gun and walks in, and so yeah, and he like wraps a belt yeah. around his uh, hand. Like it, it it, yeah, me I mean, it's clear that he's going to do something bad. But then the movie bends over backwards to say, oh, no, he wasn't actually going to do that. Even there's a dialogue thing. Which is cool. (laughs) Right. He even says that. Like, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So now it's a big thing of him trying to find out who killed uh, Washington. And it's funny because, like, throughout the movie, they're convincing us that Keanu's like a super cop. But why wouldn't he be able to tell that it was clearly a hit? Like... There's another uh, moment like that later where it seems like and, he has all the pieces and then it takes him just a little too long to put them together. And it's like, what is this idiot doing? Yeah. Uh, and then there's a scene. So he becomes like a, a desk cop taking complaints from citizens about like police brutality and mistreatment. And this is another scene where I really don't oh, know what the politics yeah, of this I movie are. This one up like, like it, it treats it like a comedy scene almost like it's like, and what the citizens are saying are pretty valid. Like it seems to like this. I wrote this down. It seems to understand that the cops, that cops in general have too much power, but it, the movie also seems to say that that's kind of cool and funny. Even it, yeah, this is mixed signals all the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because there's literally a line. One of the guys says, uh, "They beat me up like Rodney King, but they didn't have video." Like, what, what, are, what is that? Is that, is that supposed doing? to be a joke? Like, is that supposed to be? What are they doing? It's so weird. Uh, yeah, very, very mis, uh, mis- or ill-advised uh, sequence there, um, and it's like and completely pointless too, because like it, he only does that in that one scene, uh, except and then like. Hugh Laurie shows up, and that's where he finds out that he's, uh, he, like, reveals to him that he knows that there was a third caliber bullet uh, recovered from Washington. And then, again, it's also confusing what uh, Hugh Laurie's motivations are. Like, is he a, it's, 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 again, it's like, in one scene, it's like the typical stereotype of, like, IA is bad because they investigate mm-hmm. cop. they're like, you know, cops ratting on cops, like, why, is, like, it's a bad thing. But then the next scene, it's like, no, he's probably maybe he's the good yeah, guy, but again, the movie's just so confused. The Keanu Reeves that I wrote down, uh, <laughs> um, he's mad at Hugh Laurie for trying to be a good guy or whatever, and he said he tells him, uh, "Do the department a favor and wash your mouth out with buckshot." 
this 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 movie is so full yeah. of cringeworthy lines like every every few minutes there's one great one i've written a ton of them down that that's just a good example of how bad <laughs> the dialogue is in this movie yeah i mean it's like yeah i don't i know i honestly can't remember i thought uh forrest Whitaker said that but it might have been can i have to go but again not yeah. sure but either one could have because the scene, like again the the characters are uh different depending on the scene uh but so yeah he uh then he goes to Washington's funeral and this is where uh Naomi Harris shows up uh and it's just again like she's sad and that's her whole character is basically either being sad or about to be a, you know or uh someone that Keanu can save at a later point like to again make him make his character trying to be a hero. Yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's a mess. Uh, and so she's upset and leaves. And then this is where, uh, Chris Evans shows up. Uh, and again, like I would like to see a good movie with Keanu and Chris Evans teaming up to fight crime or something like that would be it. Uh, because, and this is, yeah, pre Captain America, Chris Evans. So, uh, he was still rising up, but yeah, it would just be, that would be great. But, too bad they have to deal with this. And this is some I I never got a good grasp of who Chris Evans's character was throughout the whole movie. Like it, from what I what what was he? Was he like the guy working with uh, Hugh Laurie to take down Keanu? Or I, I I don't know. I really don't know what Keanu what Chris's thing was. No, I mean yeah. Yeah, I guess what he says is like, I was told to clean up. Like he's under, he's he's investigating the Washington case. Like he's a homicide detective, but then also like he says later that he, yeah, like was told to clean up the me- like to find who did it, but keep uh, Keanu safe. Like keep his involvement out of it. Uh, but yeah, at first it seems like I, I, I when I I thought like. Chris Evans is going to be the character, like the Ethan Hawke character in Training Day, right? Like the he's the rookie that wants to still that still thinks yeah. that cops can do the right thing. Uh, but then he's like, but then this scene, this first scene, it's like him. It seems right. like he's a dirty cop too that he's going to cover up for it. But then and then later when it comes when he comes back into it, it's like then he serves that role where it's like he but doesn't he like this brutality that he's seeing. Uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, again, every character, depending on the scene, is either, uh, again, like a, an anti-hero or a genuine, like, good guy that's caught in a corrupt system. Uh, yeah, I don't blame you for not being... It's, he's ne- it's, right. His characterization <laughs> is very unclear. Um, yeah, so... Uh, and then later, uh, so Discant, he, yeah, he, Chris Evans plays Disco Discant. Uh, can't remember his first name, but yeah, they call him Disco because, yeah, Disc. Uh, and, and so then they really awkwardly, uh, so Tom goes to the coroner, uh, to try to, like, figure out if they did find a different caliber gun in the body, uh, and then they drop this out of nowhere that he's, that his wife died. Like, that, that's why he's, like, uh, something they could have introduced earlier, but no, they just, out of nowhere to say... Yeah, you perform the autopsy on my wife. Uh, and then it seems like, and they don't tell us till way later 
how his wife died. It's like, it's dead wife syndrome, but they don't even bother telling you about why that matters. Uh, and then there's some more scenes, some more stuff happens. Uh, eventually, uh, Chris Evans reveals that they recovered cash on Washington's body. So that maybe, so then again, this movie's trying to make us think that he was, he was corrupt and, uh, but we never bought, it's like there's twist after twist, but none of them are believable or convincing. So it's like mixed signal. Like it's trying to say that the one, the, the people that act like they're good guys are really the most corrupt of all. It's, it's just a weird, again, a weird thing. What are they trying to say? What is happening? Right, for a few minutes until they then go say, no, 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 he was he was a good cop, but they were just going to leave, so he, that's why he had the cash. Like, it's it's like these reveals, that are, it's trying to be a mystery, but I left thinking that Terry was a bad guy who sold drugs and had money. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just that he was going to rat them out and knew that that would get him killed, so he was going to, like, they sold their house for cash <laughs> and we're going to move to the Bahamas. <laughs> Uh, yeah so now yeah and then now for the rest of the for the next part of the movie uh, it does become kind of like a training day situation where uh, this discant is now like the naive cop that sees uh, Ludlow doing all this uh, sketchy stuff like beating up you know criminals with a phone book because they don't leave bruises you know typical like the uh and then and there's this like there's this chase sequence that's really awkwardly shot and it's supposed to be yeah, gritty and exciting but it's just on or stupid what, where they're at or and uh, the the chase sequence ends with they really made me laugh uh, the the guy that they're chasing is on top of a roof and then Keanu gets out of his car and picks up a chair and tosses it at the guy's legs and he <laughs> he just falls off the rooftop into a a fence with barbed wire and then they torture him from there. Yeah. And then it's never actually clear what info they get from him. Like he's like, I don't know those guys that killed that cop, but then like, I know this guy who might know. And then that guy they go to is, uh, who then Keanu then beats up. And, uh, but it's funny that like Chris Evans is fine with them, with him fucking with that guy while he's in barbed wire but then he yeah. really doesn't like when he's beating him up with a phone book. And that guy that they go to question <laughs> and they beat with a phone book, uh, uh, when they walk into his house, the guy is pouring a can of beer into his milk and cereal and eating that like that is a thing that anybody has ever done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about you, but that's, that's, your that's my <laughs> main way of getting fucked up. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, and then, again, they beat this guy up and then find out that he doesn't know anything, but he'll, he knows someone who might know someone who might know something. So they like put him in jail and it's completely nope. unclear why they put him in jail until later. I remembered, Oh, he said, because he knows someone inside that will know someone who knows these guys. It's so stupid. So convoluted. Uh, eventually it leads them to Cedric entertainment, Cedric, the entertainer who's in his name is scribble one or two scenes. Yeah, so Scribble uh, doesn't know doesn't know think knows who these guys might be. Uh, at first, it seems like he doesn't. He only talks to them on the phone or something. Like he doesn't. Uh, it's un- like he doesn't. 
there's like two free mountain coats. Those are the criminals that they're looking for. It's so dumb. Like, uh, so basically he told, eventually points them to, uh, a house in the hills, uh, and takes Keanu, so Keanu and, uh, Chris Evans go up there and they find two bodies in a shallow grave. Uh, and realize that these guys couldn't have been them because those guys have been dead for weeks. Uh, so they're yeah. just basically on a wild goose chase at this point. By completely throw, like, by completely devaluing <laughs> everything that happened before and saying that, no, that like they we're starting from zero now because we, these guys didn't do it. It's, this is right. And then, and then a rough cut to them at a party, like without, with no transitioning at all. It's literally like they find these corpses and then now they're having a, a party so that they can have that, that love interest again. And to show like, these guys are a family, except that the mm-hmm. only scene they're in together, they're basically fighting. So <laughs> it's, uh, so dumb. Uh, and then, and then the next scene, and then, yeah, the editing is horrible in this because it just goes from one scene to the next, like, and then, uh, I guess something at this party convinced him to then give the tape of his involvement to, yeah. uh, Washington's yeah. widow. Uh, just so that she can say, like, uh, blood doesn't, she even says, like, blood doesn't clean up blood. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like, uh, she's like, very much like, don't, don't get revenge for me. Cause I don't need more violence out of this, uh, chaos. But then later she's like, smart, uh, which we'll get to a scene where she's like more into, right. is actually okay with what he's doing. It's rough. Uh, and so next, uh, they, Discant calls Tom telling him that he knows where these guys, the real, the real fake coat, like, uh, so basically like, Cedric the Entertainer says that these are the, those guys that the corpses that they found weren't the guys that he's dealt with, uh, which is so stupid. So I guess that at this point we're supposed to think that there may be cops, maybe criminals that were posing as the yeah, other criminals, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Maybe. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so then they, they arm up and then this is where so Chris Evans again twitches characters completely. Where he's like, oh, you want to be a gunslinger, huh? Uh, and then he's like, sure. So, like, now he's... Uh, but then, like, yeah, they're getting all these weapons. And then on the car ride over, he's like... Now he's a little wary. He's like, are we going to kill them? No, you're just getting a heavy arsenal because you're going to talk to them. Like... Uh, and then, again, another good line where Keanu says, I'm going to ask them some <laughs> questions. And then we're going to kill them. Like, yeah. that's that, I could see that playing. Whatever. Uh... It's a decent line, but it doesn't matter at all. So, uh, and then now they're uh, they go to these guys that are the alleged real criminals that killed those uh, killed Washington. So they go to this apartment, uh, and then there's so there's this, supposed to be this tense scene. Like you don't know who's you know you don't know who to trust. You don't know who's a cop. You don't know who's a criminal. Whatever. Yeah, I got a, uh, I got a and little, then Common is in it now. Out of this, uh, for one Caspian scene. and John Wick in the same place again. Yep, that's that's nice. I guess sure. I mean, it should be. It Com- should be Com- nice. Ends up not doing much. And then so like uh, Diskin realizes who these guys are, and for some reason yells it out. Like 
I rec- I know who these guys are, and then gets yeah, shot in the face. That's, that starts off this really big shootout sequence. Uh, of like, yeah, they're like telling, yelling at the entertainer who got shot to like kill the white guy. And for some reason, he can't do it. Like, he's like, I'm not going to kill the cop. And then, so he gets shot. There's a lot of people getting very like brutally shot. Like Terry Crews gets almost robocopped. Like the level of how many times he gets shot. Yeah, I will say that this scene had. Probably the one thing I genuinely liked about the movie was this this one shot in this scene where the the camera is like face down the barrel of <clears throat> uh, Keanu Reeves, I think's gun when he shoots one of the guy's heads off, and it's I, I think I thought that was a really nice shot in the movie. Yeah, and then there's another one where he uh, so common like uh, uh, like Reeves goes runs into the kitchen and gets behind the fridge, and then like pushes the fridge against common and then jumps over it. And like, that's a cool shot of him, like shooting him. Yeah. yeah that's, that's like literally the only thing I like about this movie is like those two shots. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like a weird sudden burst of interesting filmmaking out of nowhere. Uh, so yeah, then, uh, discant, like he gets shot in the throat and Keanu keeps telling him throughout the shootout that he's going to be okay. No, it's like, no. uh, clearly he's not going to be okay. Getting shot in the throat doesn't is not something you just get over. Uh, and then again, Keanu gets shot again in this scene and doesn't like and just goes to his nurse girlfriend and to help him. After this shootout, uh, we find something out about the people in that scene that we didn't know before that you can that they were yeah right that, that, that they were they were cops. Like again, like what the hell is happening? Why are they cops? They're not the guys. But they are, yeah, they are the guys, but they're also cops. Like, I guess that's what it's saying. Like, maybe they also work, but then, yeah, and then, uh, so yeah, he, like, she goes to his apartment, goes to the, uh, Grace's apartment, and she's, like, really upset for some reason, and she turns on the news, and, uh, it's that he's on, he's on, he's wanted now for the murder of these two, uh, LA, dep- you know, LA County deputies, uh, who were for some reason, like really sociopathic mm-hmm. monsters in the scene before that, like, I guess they're dirty cops who, uh, but then, yeah. And then the, the guys from his crew show up, arrest him and then clear. And then this is a really terrible exposition dump when they're like, they're walking, they're taking him over and he realizes that they're probably going to kill him. And conveniently they reveal yeah. their every, they reveal the whole plan. They reveal that, uh, Wander that Forrest Whitaker's character was behind all this, uh, and they tell them what they're exactly what their plan is about. They're going to frame him for the murder of those two women that they're going to go kill because Keanu has to be a hero in the last scenes. That's literally the only reason that that happens. Uh, sh- shocker: women aren't treated very well in this David Ayer movie. Uh, so then this is kind of a cool again another cool Keanu like picks his cuffs and then like jams his cuffs through John Corbett's face. And that's admittedly pretty cool. But then like, he just gets knocked out. Like it's like he's trying to escape, but then he just easily overpower him so that they can have another scene where he uh, outsmarts them. It's really stupid. Uh, So they take him back to the place where they found those two, not criminal or those two criminal, like basically they killed two criminals 
to get cops to do illegal things. Yeah, they had they had to get a swab of their mouths to to plant the evidence at the scene, which. Yeah, I, and I guess they were gonna frame Keanu for like raping and murdering these two women. Like, I guess, I guess that's what's gonna happen. Like, because there's a scene with Jay Moore about to sexually assault yeah. Naomi Harris for no reason. Uh, I mean, at, at the very, uh, it's like. But, and yeah, Jay Moore is literally in two scenes, I think. Uh, like earlier in the, or two or three scenes, and then he's like gonna be a really monstrous person now out of nowhere, just so that Keanu can uh, save the damsel, basically. Uh, so after he's, and then there's this great, so he goes over to Jay Moore, or goes over to, uh, first he kills them with a shovel, like he kills John Corbett with a shovel, and then shoots the guy from. Uh, prison break and transformers uh, in the face uh, and uh, then he goes to uh, Washington widow's house uh, and then J- so there's this part where Jay Moore's looking for the DVD and like instead of and he very reasonably cracks open the <laughs> DVD player with a crowbar <laughs> instead of hitting eject <laughs> Like, that, that's, of course, a much simpler way, because mm-hmm. clearly there was no power to the DVD player, I guess, so he had to yeah. bust it open. Uh, and then there's this pretty, you know, where Keanu breaks his arm, and that's kind of fun to see, whatever. Uh, and then he goes over to confront uh, Forrest Whitaker now, and this is where, like you said, Forrest Whitaker and Keanu do a good job in this scene, and I would like to have seen a scene where it actually carries right. weight and was yeah, earned. Yeah, but. yeah, like... This is not yeah, it. like this is the one scene throughout the movie that I thought like this is actually pretty decent. Like, like, like this is where they put everything into to make sure that this scene worked. And I thought this scene did work. It's a little heavy-handed and a little cheesy, but it, it no, it's not very yeah, not very original. But it, at least it's but it's effective be, in in its right. Mainly because the performances there are really good. Yeah, I mean they're and it's like it's. It's a, a, like Keanu's full, like they're full on yelling at each other, and somehow it works because they again they're doing a good job of an elevated they're over the top over performance, job but it works their because together like they really care about each other and all that. Which would be <laughs> great if they spent more of the movie together, but right, they're yeah. really in like three or four scenes together. Yeah, and then this is where we are now. There's a scene where he's like, yeah, he's like. You killed a good guy because he's like you know uh, talking about disco, but it's like, but is he a good guy? Because again, depending mm-hmm. on the scene, he was a bad guy. So, but he was supposed to be the innocent caught in this, uh, like the, the one good cop left, you know. But again, completely unearned, even if that line's in it. Uh, and so then, uh, Keanu's about to kill Forrest Whitaker after he reveals his hope, but then he, uh, at the last minute, says like go bust down that wall. And of course, it's it's like very subtle in the terms of that there's this wall filled with awards and showing how good of a uh, captain Forrest Whitaker is, but it's really reve- hiding that he was a corrupt monster. Just like, millions and <laughs> millions of dollars in cash lining the walls of his house. Yeah, Because that's yeah. a very practical way of keeping... Like, so does he, every time he gets new blackmail information, <laughs> does he tear down the wall and rebuild it? And <laughs> uh, and he's not married. I mean, he's like got this big house, uh, 
like a really big house in the, in LA Hills. And I guess it's not weird that a cop has a house that, <laughs> yeah. that has basically a mansion. I didn't even think about in, that. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Uh, and so then, he, yeah, Cannon Bust. Basically, he's been uh, he's blackmailed every cop uh, and official in the city. He's got dirt on all of them, and he chooses to use that dirt to, I guess, protect his friend cops. It's really like again, is it seems like the movie's trying to say something about that he was like he knew the system was corrupt and was using it for good, but he wasn't using it for good. It's completely unclear exactly why. He was doing this. Yeah. Apart to have power, I guess. Uh, it's like, yeah, so it starts to say something interesting and then just says, no, we're not going to even try. And then, uh, so then he kills him. Uh, and then uh, Hugh Laurie shows up. And then this is, again, I was very confused here. Uh, like, I don't know what Hugh Laurie, like, I guess Hugh Laurie says that he was working for the people that he blackmailed, I guess. I, I, Are you Hugh you, Laurie was you know? working for who? Like he said, he says something that made me think that it means that the guys that Wander was blackmailing, so like the chief of police and the mayor, oh. uh, hired told the IA guy to uh, basically bust Wander so oh, that they can that right? stop being blackmailed. That was my uh, that okay. was what I gathered, but I don't know. Who knows? Uh, yeah. And then basically he says, like, that he let, set this all up so that Keanu would kill everyone, and maybe he would die too, but then now he's like, he gives him his badge back, and he's like, you're welcome, but, like, now you're gonna be my new you, dirty cop yeah, or something. I, it's so stupid. Free for killing five policemen <laughs> and... <laughs> Beating yeah. people up and getting I people like killed, him, yeah. For some reason. Uh, and then... <laughs> right, and then there's this dramatic shot of Keanu grabbing his cuffs and putting them in his pocket, and then it has this kind of Michael Bay wannabe pan of yeah. around him, and yeah, then it cuts to black. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is not one that I would... I remember when you, so when you were on for uh, last time I committed suicide, also not great, but at least there was some something there that you could like I would say that it's maybe worth checking out if you're a diehard but even that I wouldn't say this I wouldn't really recommend this was interesting as a Keanu movie because it's not the typical performance that I expect of him like there's there's none of that that kind of Keanu weirdness in there kind of I don't want to say this in a denigrating way because I don't mean it but like because I don't mean it that way, but like he's kind of got this little wooden dial, like like delivery that I like so much. Right, and that's not present here at mm-hmm. all, and so it makes me think like maybe he was just trying to do something new at that point in his career or whatever. But it ends up being a little flat. I think there's not much unique about it. I'd say. Yeah, I agree, and I I would say that like again, if either like if Spike Lee had made this with this cast. And done it where Keanu was a full on, like you know, like a Denzel, right. like like the Denzel in a Training Day type of character, uh, and Chris Evans and Terry Crews are like the cops that are the, the good, and Terry Crews is in it more. And you can see the uh, racial politics of it being yeah. not botched completely. 
could have been a very fascinating movie, but instead we got this. And uh, I mean, if you want to see Canada be a cop, watch yeah. Point Break, obviously. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that does it for Street Kings. Uh, it's a movie. Uh, if you want to watch Keanu and Chris Evans be in a movie together, I guess watch this if you really need to, but maybe if it's on FX at some point, but don't pay for it. Yeah, do not pay for it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah thanks, thanks for, for being me. on, Marcus. Uh, Anytime. Uh, I look forward. So, uh, sneak preview, we're going to be talking about, uh, you'll be on again somewhat shortly. Uh, to talk about Knock Knock. Yeah, I'm very excited to talk about that movie. But thank you for being on two deeply mediocre movies before that. Yes, and I would uh, I would just like to get one thing out there. If you are a Keanu fan, and I imagine that if you are listening to this podcast, you, you are, uh, and you are lucky enough to have the movie Replicas playing anywhere near you, I urge you to go see it. I promise you it's a good movie. It's a fun time. I doubt it's playing anywhere anymore, but I if you still have it around you, please go see it. I really like that movie. Thank you for plugging that. I have sadly not been able to catch it yet, but I definitely need to because I've heard from you and other people that I even if I it's just it's yeah. at least interesting, unlike this. <laughs> so go see replicas. Thank you, Marcus. Uh all right. Thank you for everyone for listening. Uh, Join us next time where we'll be discussing the day the Earth stood still. Until then, keeping excellent to each other. Bye.